What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. We got some breaking news in the Chicago Bears world. Two days after the Chicago Bears lost to the New Orleans Saints in in uh, the wild card matchup, it was unfortunate. We lost nine to twenty-one. It was one of those games you just wish you could relive under a different system, under a different coach. Um, it was one of those things that if this were the 2018 Bears, you really do believe that we would have beat the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. And it would have been a totally different story right now. And we'd be going up against Green Bay this week. Um, with that being said, this is not the same Chicago Bears team. This offseason has so many questions. And one of those questions were just answered. Chuck Pagano is reportedly retiring from being a defensive coordinator after... Over 20 years of NFL experience, he started in about, 2000, in about 2001, I believe, under the Cleveland Browns. And then before that, I know he was with Miami. I wasn't sure if it was the Dolphins or in college. But regardless of that, um, Chuck Pagano is gone. I think that was one of our biggest issues on the defensive end. I think, you know, it was a big step backwards from Vic Fangio. He really didn't care to adjust his scheme. He didn't want to change his scheme. He didn't want to blitz. He didn't want to have any part of changing or developing his scheme in any way, shape, or form. He refused to change, and honestly, I think that's what got him the boot. I know he's retiring, but I think that's just a way of not getting fired. I honestly do believe that. I think he knew his time was limited. I think he knew he wasn't going to last in Chicago, and I think he knew he wasn't going to get an opportunity probably anywhere else. Um, respectively, probably in college, probably in, you know, rebuilding teams, but he wouldn't be given an opportunity to have successful football with a solid defensive team, um, especially with the way he's running the team. He's currently, I believe, like 60 years old. It's right. He's got the money to retire. He can do this. Um, it's great for the Chicago Bears. I, there's so many options going into the offseason on who we can hire. Um, we also got word, and it's very unfortunate, and I hate to say this. It's It was uh, ruined by Jeff Dickerson on Twitter right now from ESPN. As it's quote, um, as has been reported, Bears defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano is retiring, and there is a strong sense that both head coach Matt Nagy and general manager Ryan Pace will return in 2021. That is just, oh, end quote, sorry. Um, but that is just the worst news that we could hear right now. Because personally, there are so many things I can answer with the defensive coordinator position right now. Um, just by saying fire Matt Nagy, you fire Matt Nagy and you hire Robert Saleh from the San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator who literally just had one of the best defenses in the league um, and a solid defense this year with all the injuries. Even with them, they were still a decent team. Um, there's there's just so many different ways we can go about this. You can keep Bill Lazor, hire Robert uh, Saleh to be the uh, defensive coordinator and the head coach. You leave the offensive coordinating to Bill Lazor to, to, and just keep Mitchell Trubisky for one more year and you figure it all out or you trade for Stafford or Darnold or, or, or Watson or whatever have you. Um, you, could, you could do so many things right now. And by doing this, by handcuffing us to Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace for another year, you know, I, I'm fine with Ryan Pace because, you know, there's not that many other great opportunities out there. I mean, there are, but knowing the McCaskies, I think they're – they would hire somebody totally inexperienced or out of the blue um, that nobody's really heard of before, just like kind of the Ryan Pace signing. Um, Ryan Pace, man, you really got to hit. You really got to hit on these offseason moves. You really got to hire the right people. Um, you got to make it clear that Matt Nagy is on the hot seat. I don't want to hear this BS where if he goes, I go kind of thing. I want you to fight for your job. I, I don't trust Matt. I don't trust Matt at all. Matt is in it for Matt, and that's... That's all I'll speak on on for that subject. There's nothing anybody can say 
to tell me otherwise. There's nothing anybody can do to explain to me that Matt Nagy is in it to win it with the team. He wants the best for the team. Matt Nagy wants to make himself look amazing and win and win games at the same time. But unfortunately, the way he wants to run it isn't going to win you games. And that's why he gets exposed and that's why he looks ignorant. Unfortunately, I do believe we just saw the last of Mitchell Trubisky now that Matt Nagy is assumingly coming back. Um, Mitch will probably move on to do better things. Mitch, man, I just, if somehow you're listening to this, I'm sorry that we treated you this way. I'm sorry, not me, but I'm sorry that the city treated you this way. I'm sorry that the team treated you this way. I'm sorry that you weren't listened to. I'm sorry you weren't, you weren't given the benefit of the doubt. We will see in the future, and I promise you this, we will see that it was not Mitchell Trubisky's fault why the Chicago Bears have not been um, living up to that 2018 expectation. It will be because of Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace's decision-making. There are so many different things we can talk about. We can talk about... I mean, if, if you want to put it on Mitchell Trubisky, that's fine. But at the end of the day, if you don't like Mitch, who drafted him? It was Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace didn't draft Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. He didn't draft uh, Christian McCaffrey or sign Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't go after Colin Kaepernick to be the backup. He didn't go after Cam Newton. He didn't go after anybody like that. Um he simply listened to Matt Nagy, and Matt Nagy, who literally doesn't know what he's talking about, wanted Nick Foles, which was a great idea and a pipe dream that Nick Foles could play a whole season or be consistent by any means, um, but it's it's just not that Philly team. And speaking of Philly, we're going to get into it right now. Doug Peterson, head coach, was just fired literally two, three years ago, won a Super Bowl, and he's been fired. So what what... It just doesn't make sense to me how Ryan or how Matt Nagy is holding on to his job right now after literally accomplishing nothing in the last three years. Okay, two eight and eight seasons, two wild card appearances. You got smoked in both of those wild card appearances because you refused to use the run game productively. You refused to use your quarterback to his strengths, and honestly, you you coast by the defense. And the defense got exposed because Chuck Pagano was lazy. And and there's nothing else you can say about it. You without a solid defensive coordinator are nothing. And that's just the facts. Without this amazing defensive team that's playing lights-out football, that's scoring more points than your offense most of the time in 2018, that Bears team doesn't win enough games. If you want to tell me that there was more than three times that year where the Chicago Bears offense is the reason that the Bears won a game in 2018, I'm going to tell you you're lying to me because there's not. There's not more than three times, three, four times that the Bears won a game and you say, wow, that game was mainly because of the offense looking amazing. Maybe the Buccaneers game and maybe like one or two others, but you cannot name me more than three. I promise you that. There is just nothing to be said. You, you, can't, you can't do it with Jordan Howard. You can't do it with Tariq Cohen. You can't do it with Lamar Miller, Cordell, Cordell Patterson, Artivius Pierce. Um, and now you can't do it with David Montgomery. Bill Lazor did it with David Montgomery. He made David Montgomery look amazing. David Montgomery's a top five back right now in, in rushing yards. Um, and and that's just that just speaks volumes because the first however many weeks Matt Nagy was calling plays, it was literally it was dog crap. It was dog crap production from anybody of the running back core. And then Bill Lazor takes over and David Montgomery gets to finally be who he wants to be. The offensive line gets to switch around and be in different positions. And, and everything looks amazing. I mean, Sam Mustaford, Alec Bars, everybody's looking great. Everybody's looking healthy. Everybody's looking happy. Mr. Trubisky's finally saying that he, the coaches are listening to what he wants to do, what he wants to run. And then you decide, you know, after we finally get that chance to be back in the playoffs against Green Bay, that you want to start calling plays again. It's, it's, it's arrogant. It's egotistical. It's maniacal. It's everything wrong with... This organization starts with Matt Nagy. 
because he is creating what was club dub is now toxic. It's toxic environment. It really is. It's something that you really don't want to be a part of. If I was on this team, club dub is only fun if you're winning games. But then once you realize um, that you're not winning games and you're not doing things productive onto a high level, that it's not fun anymore. You're all just standing in a room at the end of the game listening to the same speech that we have to perfect the running game, that Mitch Trubisky has to be better. And then at some point, he starts blaming the defense, which it was fair to start blaming them because they were slacking off, but they weren't being crap they weren't horrible um they just weren't being the defense we all know they can be now there were a couple of times they got exposed like in green bay but that was against mvp aaron Rodgers. and yes i'm calling him that until the award is given in my personal opinion as a diehard bears fan aaron Rodgers went walked away with that uh with that mvp award now personally it should be someone like derrick henry but that's not the award that's not what the award ever will be ever again it's a quarterback's award nowadays and there's nothing you can really do about it um, but man, it's just so frustrating to see that Ryan Pace, for whatever reason is, you know, I could understand why he's getting an extension, but for whatever reason, he's, he's a part of it. He's a part of why Matt Nagy is staying. He could make the call saying, I don't want Matt to return, but he is. Um, and I think what he doesn't want is to look completely, um, dumbfounded. And that's, that's a big part of it. I think is, you know, you hire Chuck, you hire Matt, you draft Mitch, and then in the same year, you lose all three. And I think that's something he's really trying to avoid right now. I think he's trying to at least come out with one of them. Um, but the one you're coming out with is probably the worst out of all of them. Like, if we're being completely honest, there's nothing that Matt Nagy has done that shows me that out of all the three of them, that he's the one that should stay. If anything, it's Mitch, because Mitch has put up with this crap for the longest amount of time. He's the person that's done this for the last four years and, and listen to this BS. He's listened through John Fox he's, and Mike Glennon and uh, butt fumbled, the butt fumble QB. I mean, there's just so many other guys that that just, you just, he's trying to get, what's the right word? Um, he's trying to get mentored by somebody and, and everybody that looks his way is either against him or literally has nothing to offer. And that's how I view it. And it's it's really sad. It's really sad to say that because guys like John Fox already knew they were out. Guys like Matt Nagy didn't want him to start with. I mean, Mike Glennon and all the others, they just they have nothing to give. Um, Nick Foles was really the only guy who could mentor him in that way. And you saw him, you saw a more confident Mitchell Trubisky. And I think a part of that was Nick Foles um, taking him under his wing and saying, we're not going to fight over this job. We're going to both fight um, for this team. And, and I love that. But at the same time, it's Matt Nagy's reason behind getting Nick Foles was not to do that. It was to permanently replace Mitchell Trubisky, and you can't tell me otherwise. Um, and, and that's just really sad. It's really sad. It's a sad day in Chicago to know that we're gonna have to be having to put up with this for another year. Personally, um, there's a lot. There's a couple of videos I want to come out with uh, about my perfect off-season dream for the Chicago Bears. Um, a part of that involves the New York Jets. I think the New York Jets have two first-round picks. One is like the 26 pick. Um, or something along those lines is a later draft pick than the first one is. Um, it's not the number two overall pick. Here's my thing. If you trade Anthony Miller a few, uh, this year's third and next year's second, and, and then you try to get that first round pick and you have two first round picks, not only can you come up with a top, uh, offensive lineman, you could come up with two. You could grab two in the first round, cut your ties with Bobby Massey and, uh, Jermaine Effetti. And, and, and move on from there. You can keep Sam Mustaford, Charles Leno, and, and um, Cody Whitehair and, 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 and others, and James Daniels, and, and, then, and then just move on. But 
You could also grab someone like Jalen Waddle, Chris Olivia, and, and or Olive, however you say it. I'm sorry. Um, there's just so many others that you could grab. You need a wide receiver because Allen Robinson is without a doubt gone. Um, no question in my mind that Allen Robinson is going to leave the Chicago Bears. I truly do believe that. There's nothing that tells me otherwise. Um, it's just really sad. It's a really sad day, and there's nothing anybody can tell me otherwise. There was There's this uh, article that came out today about Allen Robinson um, potentially joining the Giants or the Jets. I mean, personally, I don't. I don't see why he would join the Jets. It's a it's a mess of an organization. Everybody who has joined has won out. There's a lot of things that go wrong with that. I think the only thing he's really banking on right now is someone like Mac Jones or uh, Justin Fields or someone along those lines. Personally, I would take Justin Fields over Mac Jones, but um, we'll have to see how that pans out. But And that's no disrespect to Mac Jones. I've made that video before where I think he's a talented player, but he's also had guys like... Um, Harris and or Harris and and uh, Waddle and just so many others and and uh, Devonte Smith and just so many other talented receivers and running backs that you really want to see what he's like without those talents and I would as a number two overall pick I wouldn't take that chance I would also want someone like Justin who's a fighter I mean this man gets the crap beat out of him week in and week out and still puts up Heisman numbers um th- there's just so much wrong and I'm I know I'm drifting and I just I just hate this conversation there's nothing I can really say. Um, to make this better, to be optimistic, to be faithful, to be loyal to Matt Nagy. I refuse to because he's not even loyal to his own players. He is willing to throw you under the bus. Um, honestly, the only great move that Ryan Pace has made in the last year was Cairo Santos when Eddie Pinheiro went down. And he might walk in free agency as well to be to get top dollar. I mean, he was just one of the best kickers in the league. We're really going to have to see what happens with him as well. Um it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate for the Bears organization, for Mitchell Trubisky, for all parties involved, that we're going to have to deal with these clowns for another two years, most likely. I mean, it's not set in stone that they're back for sure, um, but that's that's the noise coming out of Hallis Hall tonight. Um, Chuck Pagano's gone for sure. Matt Nagy and Pace seem to be safe. Ted Phillips, uh, from what I hear, he's retiring at the end of the year, uh, but we haven't really heard anything yet. It's going to be kind of up in the air probably for a few days. Um, maybe even a couple months before we actually hear from him, but I don't know, man. It's just, it's tough. Ted's got to go as well. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it's crazy to me because it's like, it's one of those things where Matt Nagy had a conversation last week with the Chicago Sun-Times saying, I haven't talked about the future with my bosses or haven't talked about future with bosses. That's, that was one of the things posted by the Chicago Times about a week ago. And I just think this conversation should have been been in discussion all year. It really has. And especially with the six-game losing streak. You had a five-game losing streak in 2019. You have a six-game losing streak in 2020. I mean, you win even one of those games, and you have an over a 500 average on the season. I mean, both times you ended up 8-8 eight and eight and after a 12-4 and four season. And what's crazy, and you have to think about it, when the second Vic Fangio left, our winning seasons are over. We didn't have a winning season. We had an average season. We ended 8-8. Eight and eight. We ended 500. That's not acceptable. That's not something we want. That's not something you want on a, on a team. So you look at me right now and you tell me, with Allen Robinson, Mitchell Trubisky, and Cordell Patterson probably all leaving, Cairo Santos most likely leaving, Eddie Pinheiro who could even leave, um, Tashawn Gibson and, and others. I mean, Danny Trevathan might even retire. You don't know. Um, Buster Screen might retire. You know, he's he's this concussion seems really serious. Um, you really don't know what's gonna happen. 
you know, Anthony Miller, or Javon Wims, they might get the boot because of how they've acted in the in the previous year. With that being said, that's three wide receivers. Your kick and punt returner, who's also a wide receiver and a running back for you. Your number one quarterback, who's also your backup because you can't make up your mind. Um, your starting safety, other than Eddie Jackson. And, and you're just you're going to tell me that you're going to figure this all out in free agency? It's not going to happen. This, it's, it's not. It's, you, have, you don't have enough draft capital you don't, because you decided. You know, w- once you started losing six games, I was like, all right, cool. We're just going to tank the rest of the year. We're going to get the draft capital, and then we're going to find a quarterback in the draft because, you know, if Justin and, and Trevor are gone, that's fine. We can still pick up Matt, Kyle Trask, or Wilson or something along those lines. But, no, you decided to win out. You decided to be smart, try to save your ass, and you ended up losing first round anyways, and you couldn't – you literally scored three points the whole game. Mitchell Trubisky and Jimmy Graham connected at the very end of the game in, in washed numbers that don't even really count. Jimmy Graham didn't even celebrate. He literally caught the ball and walked in the tunnel you might lose jimmy graham due to retirement as well this year just so he doesn't have to put up with this next year um it's honestly i would as well i wouldn't put up with this kyle long you saw the same thing kyle long retired early he said it was because of his body he said other things but then he also said he would never return to the bears as long as matt Nagy was under control you know what i mean and it's just or, or even if he was there and it's just one of those things where you really, I, there's nothing I can say anymore. There's so many people who express that they're upset with him, that don't like him, that don't want to be a part of this. You could see that he tried to fix the error of his ways, but did he actually, or was it forced? Was it just so he didn't get fired right away? Um, and he gave it to Bill Lazor. The second Bill Lazor showed any form of being able to do this at a, at a consistent basis against the last four teams of the season, five teams of the season, he took over right at the end and took credit for all of Bill Lazor's success. That's, that's what bothered me the most. It was like, okay, Bill just gave me four, four or three to four straight wins. All right, I'm taking over again. It was like, dude, what are you talking about? What are you doing? And, and a part of it is that Detroit game we lost. And I'm not trying to like just you know keep rambling and rambling, but a part of that um, idea of throwing the ball at the very end of the game was, I believe it was on Matt Nagy, I be, if I'm not mistaken. Quote me if I'm wrong or uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but... It was on Matt. At the end of the game, he was the one who decided, let's throw the ball. He was a big part of that. And and you could tell when Matt Nagy's, you know, under control of the offense because when they're in the red zone, I say this time and time again, the first thing they teach you in high school, the first time they teach you anywhere is when you're in the red zone, your number one opportunity is your tight end, your, your number one wide receiver, and your running back. You're not looking for trick plays. You're not looking for QB sneaks. You're not looking for cute screens and shit like that. You're just looking to get in the end zone and, and, and wrap it up, get the defense on the field and get off. You know what I mean? But this guy does cute stuff and we end up either on fourth and one, we go for it and we miss it, or, or we kick a field goal. And, and it shouldn't come down to that. Cairo Santos, yes, he has that record, but the main reason he has that record is because we can't do anything offensively to get in the end zone. We really can't. And that's, that's really sad. It's really sad that there's just nothing we can do or say to change this. The fans plead for these people to lose their jobs. Um, and honestly, keeping it real with you, I would love to see Matt Nagy and Lovey Smith argue. If you want to bring back Lovey Smith, I am fully on board. If you just want to wreck this team, if you just want to throw it into the ground, bring back Lovey Smith, do the cover, <laughs> the cover two uh, defense, and let's just run it. Let's just do it. I truly do think Lovey Smith is a candidate, though. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I would love to have Lovey Smith back on the Chicago Bears. It would be something. And, and I'm not, that wasn't a knock at Lovey Smith. That was me saying him and Matt Nagy would definitely collide. 
and, and would definitely bump heads. And I would love to see it because it would all be Matt Nagy and Lovey Smith isn't going to put up with that shit. And, and I, you know, the cover two is it's not as used as often anymore, but honestly, I think he would adjust. I really do. With Especially with a special defense like this, he wouldn't waste any time like Chuck Pagano did. But that's all I really got to say for you guys today. Um, thank you for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out and bear down.